Welcome back. Welcome back. No fucking ZD. We're here. Episode six. Is that is that so? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, right? <laughs> yes, I believe that's six. I can't believe we haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> we are nominated for a daytime Emmy. Yep. Uh, for uh, best podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, we're already bigger than what was that other one called? Snitcher. Yep. Snitcher. 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 A serial story. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, a, a serial. Yeah, serial. We're bigger than them. They call, they like were wondering how did you do that, you yeah. know? And I think that we're we're uh, we're just exciting, you know. <laughs> this is a really good show. Hashtag exciting. Get ha- those hashtags going out yeah, there, kids. Okay, let's get let's get those hashtags going. We want to hear from you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. We haven't been canceled. That's great uh, because it gives us a chance to talk about Pax Soprana. Pax Soprana. Yes. This is a great episode. This is one of my favorites. I actually, uh, yeah, this is of course the episode where Tony buys a Pax vaporizer and then <laughs> sits, sits on the couch the rest of the time. Yeah, just in a bathrobe, Hawaiian shirt. Hashtag Tony vapes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a good episode. This is like I'm glad we made it over the hump. Um, I just wanted to say hump, but I'm glad we made it over like those first like five. And because I don't, I haven't watched this part of the season as much in like a while. I think that you're right, and I also think that the show kind of comes into its own when we get to this sort of section. Yeah, and I think that it's 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 much more enjoyable at this point. Like I really like the other episodes, but it's kind of like it's easier to watch at this point. I think. Yeah, those episodes are great, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's something that just like gets moving for real at this it, point. It gets moving. There's a lot of mob shit happening. Yeah, uh, the cinematography is better. Finally, <laughs> for Pete's sake. Um. So let's uh sum up this episode. What's uh? Well, basically, um. Uh, Junior's boss mm-hmm. now, okay, and he gets a sneaker endorsement from Nike. <laughs> so, he's doing a collab too. He's doing a collab. Yeah, yeah. Nike X Sopranos. Uh, yeah, they're doing a they're doing a jogging outfit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's they're they're really hard to get. Like it's like harder than the like the Yeezy Boost. They're, it is. They're doing, yeah. They're doing the Corrado Flyknits. Yeah, it's just insane. I mean, they crash so many websites as soon as it drops. Yeah, exactly. Hard to cop. Hard one to cop is the Junior Flyknits. Yeah, super hashtag hard to cop. Yeah. Uh, but no, so Junior's Junior is like officially boss, mm-hmm. but uh, Tony's running around kind of dealing with shit underneath him. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, he wants to bang his uh, therapist. Yep. Dr. We all? Jeanette Melfi. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Jenny's, Jenny's Melfi. Jenny's Melfi. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it, oh, actually, okay, so let's go back. The episode opens with my favorite, like, like, bench character in yeah. The Sopranos. Hell yeah. Uh, Lieutenant, what's his name? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Vin McKazian. Vin McKazian, yeah. yeah. I love that character. I love that scene. Love Tony telling him to buy an iron. Like, one of my <laughs> yeah, favorite buy, things. Buy, buy yourself an iron. <laughs> That's great. Because you notice the, like, the, you notice the wrinkled clothes. Like. He looks like shit. Yeah, he does. And he's, like, sitting at a construction site. Yeah, and I just love that they finally kind of made a comment about it, because, yeah, it's just great, great, great job. And Tony's shirt is immaculate. He wears that black shirt makes a couple of appearances yeah, yeah. Uh, throughout the next couple of episodes. This right. black shirt with these like geometric shapes. I want that shit so bad. You have a couple shirts like that. I have actually. a handful of shirts yeah. like that. Yeah, it's really good. But they're I, I don't pop for the silk ones because I, I don't really wear anything that you have to dry clean. Yeah. Um ex- I, I have I have suits, but like, you know, they just don't get washed. Yeah, just uh, so uh, <laughs> you, but, uh, you never wash your suits ever. Uh well it smells terrible in here. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and your clothes are stained. <laughs> you need to start using laundry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got well, I, the I got a the girl stuff coming. You know, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, he looks like shit. No, those shirts are great. I I have a couple of them. Uh, but they're rayon. They're not silk. Okay. And rayon is basically like one-time use fabric because they, they, they just shrink up like oh. a like a like a friggin' shrinky dink. It's so funny. Like if you get them wet in the wrong way or something, they'll get like they're like all weird. And then you got to wear them around the house for a couple hours to get them we're, to like come back to size. <laughs> we're talking about dicks here. Or we're talking about your shirt. <laughs> this happens to your dick too, right? Yeah. Whenever I wear my dick around and wear it in cold water, it gets yeah. I yeah. Have to put it back in the laundry. Put it well, in the dryer I, for a couple minutes. Yeah. I I can't afford to dry clean my. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's not working for honestly me. there's some stains you just can't get out of a dick no it's just the truth so it doesn't matter anyway actually in all seriousness that is that is the case that's absolutely true yeah uh, yeah kids that's a little uh, little PSA right there there's some stains you can't get out of your dick watch watch your dicks yeah. uh, but Vin McKazian is a great character yeah I love that guy um, I love his just yeah he's just so pathetic but hilarious at the same time he wants to it's, please Tony yeah he does yeah he's doing surveillance on 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 Melfi and he 
he goes, he's talking about how she shops at the fancy man's deli, and he starts talking like a wise guy. You can't find yeah, a fucking, if you can't find a fucking meatball. And Tony, he just so wants Tony to think he's cool. Yeah, big time. You know, I think yeah. he's just a bored guy. He's he want he wants a piece of the life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So he's following Melfi around uh, because this this episode is going to deal a lot with Tony's feelings for Melfi and just like yeah. her personal life and like what's going on and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Absolutely. And it essentially comforts Tony a lot that he finds out that Melfi's life is essentially like really garden variety. I yeah. don't want to say boring because yeah. it's like a normal person's life, but, right, for, but yeah. television wise and Sopranos wise, it's not an exciting life. No, not at all. It's not one Tony would want no, at all. Not yeah. at all. And and it's and and maybe that's why he fi- finds her so attractive like it's taboo for him or something like that. <laughs> it's a little taboo, yeah. It's <laughs> a taboo relationship. Um yeah, well and also that she's just smoking hot. I mean, uh <laughs> she's, she's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, he's uh he's gonna find in this episode that uh he he can't get it up basically, um but Melfi can certainly help him get it up. It seems. Yeah, I guess and, that's the that's kind of the the what's essentially what happens. Yeah, well put. Um, well put. And uh, you know, he's his feelings are all in the wrong place because he's not really in love with Melfi, but he really thinks he is, and he has to kind of find out that that's really not true, and it yeah. really has a lot more to do with his mom. It really has and, a lot more to do with his mom, and it has a lot to do with the fact that he... It's a woman that's, like, not breaking his balls for right. once, you know, because yeah. he kind of... I mean, he lies to her, like, all the time. Like, he, yeah. she, she doesn't know that he has a mistress and all this stuff, but it makes him... It makes him feel better that he's like he's like talking to some woman Somebody. in his life, and she's pleased with him. Yeah, exactly. Like she's probably she's right about the fact that like it's his it's basically standing for his mom and for right. Meadow and Carmela. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought about that a lot. There's a lot of stuff about like under underneath it all here about like Tony not really being able to be honest with anybody. Um, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, he goes to like towards the end uh, in one of the other storylines in this episode where he's dealing with Hesh and Hesh being taxed because Junior's now boss, um, but. At that scene at the end, when they're at the horse stable, he like almost starts to get uh, honest, even with Hesh there a little bit, where he's talking about like how he wishes he was a horse because like they can fuck whoever they want, guilt free. <laughs> and then and then he's like, oh, what am I talking about? Like he's like almost I honest. Know. For, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking yeah, about. He yeah, he just can't be honest with anyone. Uh, and that's just kind of I noticed that throughout this whole episode. Like yeah. it's it's not a theme. I don't know if I'll call it a theme of the episode, but it's it's there in almost every scene. He can't well, be honest. To it's anybody. all the it's all the faces he he puts to everyone, and yeah. he's he's. He's deceiving his family, particularly like with Carmela. Carmela the whole time is like, is it, you know, she's she's worried about Melfi. She yeah. feels anxiety about that. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? Nothing's happening. He's like, why are you mad or suspicious or whatever? And like, you know, there's nothing going on there. And then he's going to Melfi and he's like, I'm in love with you. Yeah, It's really funny. And having, uh, so we have another dream sequence in this, in this episode as well. Which this is, is a I great, love this, <laughs> this is one of my favorite. It's so good. This episode has a lot of music in it. Yeah. A lot of music. Yeah. And it's, I think it's like fake incidental music. Don't yeah, they I call it so. incidental. Incidental, yeah, diegetic, non-diegetic. If you want to get, uh, if you want to fucking nerd out with your turd out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a diegetic you like you like is like a French drink you have after a meal. A diegetic is when you don't have enough sugar, I think, actually, and <laughs> you have to get your feet amputated eventually. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> Wilford Brimley has diegetics. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then. Oh no, diegetus. Yeah, but isn't right? isn't it also that thing that L. Ron Hubbard wrote about diegetics? Yeah, that's what it is, right? Yeah, diegetics is about Scientology. It's yeah. About so, the hashtag is Tony a Scientologist? We want to hear from you. <laughs> is Tony actually a Scientologist? Is David Miskovich the only person that he can actually be really and truly honest with? Right. Exactly. Because that's who, how we feel. And who are the suppressive persons in the, <laughs> in the Sopranos? Who are the suppressive persons, the Thetans, if you will? Right. Yeah. I guess Carmelo. Maybe Tony would consider her one of them sometimes, or Scientology might at least. Giuliani, definitely. Giuliani for sure. Yeah. He was. <laughs> he was definitely a suppressive person. Yeah. <laughs> Suppre- is, it, is that what it is? Suppression. Suppressive person. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. We want to hear from yeah. you. <laughs> if you could tweet at us, please, <laughs> and let us know. For Pete's sake. We're not SPs. But that dream, so that dream sequence. The dream is the, the dream is so good. The music is great. Yeah, he's getting a blowjay his... from <laughs> from someone we don't know. Right. But I, I, I've never had anyone do anything to me under the covers like that, and it's so funny to watch. Like the idea that that like just like the way that that looks that yeah. that aerial shot is like 
I suppose I could have made this point without saying that no one's pleasured me under the covers. But um, <laughs> So you're a virgin. So I'm a virgin. Yeah, exactly. Um, actually, I've only done it on the hood of cars. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it wasn't my car, though. Yeah, ever. you can never do that. Just find one. Yeah, no, <laughs> never. And like, do you really want to do that on top of a Sentra? <laughs> Come on. No. Uh, but no, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing shot. And then, you know, we find out that the person giving him the blowy is... Dr. Jenny's Melfi. Jenny's Melfi. Yeah. And, with Arena's voice. With Arena's voice, which is great. I love, I think that Arena is such an underrated character yeah. and actress. Yeah, I agree. I, Excuse I, me, woman Woman actor. actress, right. Woman <laughs> actor. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Watching her this time around, I feel bad for her a lot of the time. Uh, and she's kind of smarter than I thought, too. Like, she sees through it a lot of the time. That Well, and she's like, she's not, I, that's another person that I think Tony thinks he's fooling. Yeah. Who she th- like he? I think that he feels wanted by her and needed in like a uh She she gives him a self esteem boost as like yeah. this this like one dimensional like cold hard titan captain of industry type as he later puts it right that's you know true. um but like she doesn't she's just like we're just like fucking and you give you like you like you know pay for my apartment or something you're, or whatever you're basically a dildo yeah <laughs> she's basically says. a dildo yeah she's fine with that yeah. which is cool only they argue because he's not a dildo uh yeah and and that's kind of one of the things he can't get a he can't get a boner yeah right so his, this whole episode uh he can't get it up well he can get it up in the morning and at night you could set your clock to his morning wood actually if you wanted to set your clock to someone's dick, you can I know. set it to Tony's. Which is so great. It's so funny the way that Melfi talks about erections. I know. Like, Tony's so weird. Yeah. It's a, is he ha- sitting there like getting a boner like while she's going like, do you ever have an erection? Well, that's why they right shot now. it from the waist up because his arm is like shaking the whole time. Because <laughs> I think he's cranking one he's out. Cranking it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird. I think she is too, actually, if you really look. I think that's a mutual masturbation session actually right <laughs> group there. Group J-O. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little group J-O. Um, yeah. Hashtag group J-O if anyone wants to <laughs> give this a shot. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to jerking off. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah, big shout out to yeah. jerking off. Um, but yeah, he he can't get it up and thinks it might be the Prozac, but it's more of a mental thing. I think there's another point to be made here about Melfi though, and that's that he he mentions to her, "Hey, look, we've got a relationship here where you are not afraid of me." Right. He's not used to that. Right. That's something that I think he thinks is very sexy. He says, "You know, you didn't flinch." Mostly, but I love true. how he says it. Most guys like like cross the street when they see me or you know or what i've walked 10 miles out of their way not to not to see me but right most um, legit guys he says yeah most legit guys yeah <laughs> yeah legit guy hashtag legit guys um and they uh well he says that to her and, and i think that it's totally true she does have sort of a morbid curiosity with yeah. him um as we learn more and more as time goes on yeah but that might be one reason why he gets a fucking hot on for her. yeah for sure and uh, uh she might have a bit of a wide on for him too um, a wi- what did you a call a wide on a wide <laughs> on that's a girl boner is it like when there's like a drawbridge and it like the 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 drawbridge goes up to yeah. like let the boat through yep and all the traffic stops around all it. the traffic stops around it that's <laughs> yeah. what happens to me especially when i'm doing it on a car right um, um but she yeah she might feel <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, yeah. In all seriousness, let's, let's, this is a serious show. Um, she, may, I think she sort of wants to bang him a little bit. She has a dream later in the in the season or in the series where she, they are fucking, and you think it's his dream at first. Yeah, she's definitely she's she's, she's, she's definitely finger cranking herself. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you look at that shot, both both of those they're both masturbating. <laughs> both in both masturbating. Scene, I think. No, in all seriousness. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but I think she does sort of like him back. And then also it is kind of like, ooh, like, yeah, everyone's well, interested bring, in the mob. He brings her coffee. Yeah, so there's that. Everybody's yeah. kind of like got this morbid curiosity with the mafia. And, you know, she lives in North Jersey. She knows mm-hmm. that it exists, yeah. I suppose. And um, although we live in New York and I don't think that we see, there's no such there's, thing as the mafia. No, there is no mafia. <laughs> <laughs> there's no such thing as the mafia. Um, but, you know, but he's like bringing her coffee and they're like goofing around and mm. she's like, and that that line where she asks if he's had a prostate exam recently and he says, I don't even, I don't let anyone wag their finger in my face and yeah. she laughs. That's such a great line and a great, it's a great scene, yeah, you know. classic, classic. It's really funny. But does he, seriously, does he never get a prostate exam? That's so dangerous. <laughs> Probably not. Well, no. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. I mean, he's old enough at that time, right? They probably just do it in the back of Satrials. Just someone. <laughs> <laughs> they all just do it to each other. 
<laughs> no, it, it's uh, maybe when you get arrested because you get a pass for, for homoeroticism yeah. in the joint. So maybe when they're in the can, they're just like, oh, I'm here. Can you check my prostate? That's it's what's cool. really going on. I think it's like yeah. the, the the sexual DMV DMZ. <laughs> the sexual DMV. No, I was gonna say it's the sexual demilitarized zone, <laughs> not the not the sexual department of motor vehicles. Right. Right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you trade. Uh, you go there. You trade a grilled cheese in the can for a prostate exam. Is what <laughs> yeah. you do, and just yeah, get a finger up there. Just check it out. Great episode yeah. so far. Yeah. Prostate awareness, guys. That's ha- what we're ha- about here. Hashtag prostate. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to prostates. Right. Uh, um, so yeah. So the other stuff going on in this episode, um, aside from that, that Tony's dealing with uh, is Junior. Junior power tripping is the best. It's awesome. It's he's so pathetic and funny when Junior's when when he's when he's looking at himself in the mirror. Oh my god. If I could have more anxiety-free moments in my life where I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you're fucked, dude, dude, yeah, fuck yeah, you know, like, I'd feel so much better. I know, yeah. Um, but that's, by that image there is like, so that sums it up perfectly. And he's got no he's pants in his on. Underwear, yeah, his underwear up on a pedestal know, with just the jacket on. The emperor has no clothes. Oh my, that's exactly yeah. what it is. That's true, actually, yeah. The, bo- the, the boss has no trousers. <laughs> um, I, it's just so fucking funny. And Mikey Palmisi is just such a fucking douchebag. Oh, I love him. But he's great, yeah. So, yeah, Junior just power tripping like a maniac in this whole episode. And uh, and not, not he's changing arrangements. He's He doesn't listen to the old rules. And he's, yeah. he's murdering uh, top earners, drug dealers named Rusty Irish. <laughs> <laughs> is that offensive to you as an Irishman? <laughs> It's very offensive to me personally. What's more offensive is he's wearing a shitty vest and like a red button up underneath it when they kill know, him. Because that's what drug dealers look like. I know, right? Is that what your drug dealer looks yeah, like? Yeah, big time. He's got a wallet chain and everything. Earrings. <laughs> he's like a rockabilly kind of guy. Rockabilly kind of like like Johnny Depp gypsy meets rockabilly guy. Right. It's someone of. who just walked off stage from an Offspring concert and just started selling drugs basically and then got thrown over a bridge. Um, great I, scene. I love that scene and I love... I mean, if we're talking about how people really dress, the black dudes off to the side yeah. who are dressed sort of like Juggalos. I yeah. got to be honest, like <laughs> Juggalos with big Timberland boots on. Yeah, exactly. It's like the one thing that cracks me up, especially in, at least in the early episodes, right. like when when uh, when Treach from Tretch, is it Tretch or Treach? Uh, I'm going to say from Naughty by Nature. I'm Treach. It's like, as in like it's it's like it's like a treacherous yeah. hiking trail. Treacherous. Yeah. Treacherous. That's how you say it, right? Yeah. yeah. So when Treach is on uh <laughs> is on later on, like I think that there's a little bit more of a semblance of understanding of like of like some type other types of street yeah. culture. But like in these early episodes and, and when we get to um when we get to uh Massive Genius, who's <laughs> oh like God. one of my favorite off characters, um the the understanding of hip hop culture and stuff is like kind of cracks me up sometimes. Yeah, maybe it's because it was so long ago and I wasn't paying attention that maybe that's how everything really looked, you know. <laughs> but uh, but I, I I just love that. It's really funny because they obviously they nail the Italian guys like outfits, right. you know, right. like Tony's shirt, Tony's shirt, amazing. Um, that outfit Mikey Palmisi is wearing in the 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 tailor, right? And and it's basically like it's a turquoise suit, first of all, or like a right. baby blue suit. And high he's wearing high waisted fifties like Ricky Ricardo style. Yeah. And then underneath he has like a mesh collared polo shirt on with a zipper, a half zipper. Yeah, but it's also like frilly. Like it kind of looks like he's like going to be in a stage version of Hamlet like at, from there like followed by a wet t-shirt contest yeah. <laughs> that he's hosting that he's hosting yeah he immediately like, goes alright everybody hose me down that would actually be great if he did like a serious reading of like a Shakespearean thing and then like a microphone came down and it was a Jersey Shore wet t-shirt contest from there. we should do that yeah that should be us tweet at us if you'd like to see us do that tweet at us if you'd like to see us buried in our jogging suits as well does anyone know what we look like no one knows what we look so. like on yeah. this we're just voices. <laughs> we're not we even just voices. Yeah. No, we're actually this is this is we're Siri 3.0 mm-hmm. and they're seeing if we could like create um the world's most successful podcast. Yeah. Someone held down the button on the iPhone and said, <laughs> "What does a podcast sound like?" and we just started talking. We just started talking. That's <laughs> that exactly what it. happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, I mean, they're going to update our software soon, so hopefully mm-hmm. we don't forget all of your preferences. And you can change our accents too, actually, if you want. Yeah, I can be Snoop Dogg <laughs> right. if, you, if, if you ask. And for I that. can just be a British guy, or Liev Schreiber. Liev Schreiber, <laughs> <laughs> or Treach, or Treach, T Reach, as I like to call him. Hey, 
T Reach, shout out to Treach. Yeah. So Junior. So Junior. Junior's boss. He's fucking with everything. So, like, let's run down what's happening with Hesh. Because you know what? Yeah. That was confusing the first time I it saw it. It is a little bit. And right? I was like, what is this old Jew bastard doing <laughs> on Sopranos? This desert guy. <laughs> this desert guy. Yeah. The shit that they say to him, uh, to his face. I and know. he just, like, you wonder, does he kind of hate them? And he just, yes. like, likes making money? I think he 100% hates them a little bit. Yeah. But he's very smart. Wait, wait, wait. 100%, 100% hates them. Hates them a little, little bit. <laughs> exactly. So like me with my dick. Right. <laughs> he he 100, 100% hates them 90%. And uh, I think that he's a smart businessman. And he's just like, yeah, fuck. I mean, he's just rich as fuck. And he's mad rich. And he's like, he's definitely down with like, they're sort of simpatico in that like, he's down with the cause of like exploiting people. They mentioned yeah. that he... He has all these royalty checks coming in because he credited himself as right. uh, as a uh, um, a writer on these on these black kids records right. that he did, and we hear one of them later on. And it's actually pretty good. So yeah, Hesh has all this money, right. and he's he's like he's like down with like fucking people up and exploiting them and all that shit. Yeah, and that's cool and everything. And he, well, he, he's also <laughs> it is cool. Um, <laughs> I looked. Up, I was just looking up some Wikipedia stuff, and I looked up Hesh's Wikipedia, and this is one of the things. Hesh has a Wikipedia. Well, it's like a character. Uh, yeah, actually. It's entirely dedicated to him but it's no it's like a character soprano thing and or soprano's character wikipedia they okay. it. this is one of the sentences in his wikipedia bio outside of business hesh's passions passions include his stable of horses and a penchant for statuesque black women <laughs> that's what it says <laughs> I in guess his that's description. totally true yeah right i just thought it was such a great sentence whoever wrote that like just some regular dude out there who wrote that about hesh is just that's just hysterical no it's not a regular dude david chase wrote all of that shit <laughs> <You think so? laughs> he, he created wikipedia also but no he sits there he doesn't have anything to do since sopranos ended he sits there updating true. these these wikis He's about constantly changing his own wiki <laughs> <laughs> yeah his actually david chase's wikipedia says that he's 31 <laughs> <laughs> Guys, get out there and correct his Wikipedia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hashtag, hash, hashtag change David Chase's Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, he'll love that. Come on our show, David. Yeah. We have basically one more chair in here that you can sit yeah. on. <laughs> plenty of room, there's, plenty of room. plenty of room. There's 100% plenty of room, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to run it down, the hash scheme here is that is that uh, Junior has basically well the overall thing here is that Junior is really asserting his power. Right. Okay. So he's going. He's busting up this card game. Right. Which, according to Tony, was correct. Yeah, probably. But I think he's allowed to do some stuff like that. When yeah, you're, yeah, I think I think that you have to. Um, but. It's like, but so then what he does is he goes and he, he, he taxes Hesh to really assert stuff. So yeah. he taxes Hesh, he, he busts up this card game and he kills this drug dealer and he's really trying to assert his power and like get his fucking erection going. Yeah. Yep. And, um, yeah, he's having trouble getting it up too. And this is what works for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> staring at himself in the mirror yeah. with no pants on. <laughs> you just see the boxer slowly <laughs> go up and tighten. The tailor's like, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> size now. Hold up. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so so he's asserting this with Hesh, and and Hesh goes way back with Tony's dad. So mm -hmm. so Tony comes up with this great plan with Johnny Sack. Yes, where yes, he basically he and Johnny. This is the first time we. This, is it the first time we it see is. Johnny Sack? For some reason, I thought we had already, but yeah, it actually is the first episode he's in. It's the first episode he's in. He's one of the great characters. Yep. One of my favorite characters. Me too. <laughs> easily top five easily. With, yeah, with John, top five. Johnny's Sack. <laughs> Johnny's Sack. Top five easily <laughs> yeah. for sure. And pretty much ninety percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. One of my favorite characters mainly, <laughs> um, and so. Uh, they come up with this plan just because like the, we sh I feel like we should talk about it a little bit because the first time I saw this episode, I was like, wow, cool. But I had no fucking idea what happened. Okay. Um, and maybe it's cause I'm dumb. Yes. But, well, that's true. Yeah, it is true. Um, but shut up. And so, <laughs> uh, but not that our audience is dumb, mm -hmm. but I'm certainly as smart as some of them. <laughs> so, oh, <right. laughs> so, so I think that basically, um, it is no, but it is. Yeah, it's complicated. This is the it first. Goes by so fast. This is like the first real maneuver that he makes. Yeah, where, of, yeah. where like real manipulative. So he and Johnny clearly have a rapport. Yes. So they're in cahoots at their anniversary, which is great. Yep. Um, and he and and I always get that scene between Tony and Carmela mixed up with the one where she goes, "But getting ready to throw it in your damn face," oh, <laughs> which yeah. is one of the great moments. But uh, this one's good too. Though. This I one's like good it, too. Yeah. And so, but anyway, so they they come up with this thing where Johnny Sack is like coming in and vouching for Hesh. Right. Um, and. And, and they're acting like, you know, they're they're manipulating Junior into thinking that it was like his idea to ease up on Hesh. 
um, even though like the, the Hesh and Tony and I would imagine Johnny Sack are like benefiting from it on some level. Yeah. Um, and so basically, they, and that's why Johnny is like going really heavy with the grease gun at the meeting. <laughs> that's like, a great way to put it. Yeah, it's really true. He's, it's he, so funny. He's just like, he's, he's like, <laughs> that, that thing that he says to him, and with that fucking toothy grin, it's just like, it's it's unbelievable that how, it, I think it just highlights how stupid Junior is. Because he's like, Junior, there are any flies on you <laughs> that paying fucking rent, yeah. you know? And you're just like, oh my, it's like hard to watch. Well, cause, and also because Johnny Sack is a terrible actor. At least Tony's like really selling it. Like if, you know, if you didn't know and you were Not just the actor that, that played Johnny no, Sack. No, yeah, Johnny Sack, the character. Please come on our show, you're really good. Yes, please, Vincent Cur- Curtola, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, the character Johnny Sack, like... Just the way he like he says something and then like kind of like checks to see if Junior like it's a shit poker face. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, but like Tony can actually sell it and yeah. like sells it really well. Johnny Sack cannot. Tony do that doesn't at all. say anything the whole time. It's just like, hey, yeah. I don't know, you know, He's like good. The, the entire fucking time. Yeah, and then Hesh has the fucking nutsack. Love it to keep negotiating yeah. after all of this. Incredible. The look on his two fifty. Yeah, it is like, <laughs> and Hesh is. Basically the smartest guy at that table. Probably, I think. yeah. Yeah. Well him and Tony, I think. I think Tony definitely, but but Tony, given his personal issues, mm. is like in his own thing. But he's Tony is a great mobster. He really I think is. that we are establishing officially between this and um Definitely the next episode and college mm-hmm. and most of the Sopranos episodes. <laughs> um, but no, by this time in the first season, all of them kind of, kind of yeah. 100% most of them. <laughs> uh, no, but by this, this point in the first season, we have established that Tony is like a really good mobster yeah, and best. that's what he knows how to do. He's yeah. like basically the best of all time. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so Connie uh, just walked in here. Connie and just that, like, I'm going to let you finish, out. but Tony is one of the best wow, mobsters weird. of all time. All right. <laughs> Um, and, and I like that. That's yeah. he, that's the one thing he's good at. But I think that the irony of Tony is that he like, he deep down wants to be understood and mm-hmm. desired and you know, all that shit. Exactly. Yeah. The thing is though, with this whole thing is like as much as junior and we'll, we'll say this and then uh, come back to it in the second half. But as much as junior thinks he's the boss, wants to be the boss, uh, we know he's not because Tony's the actual boss, but then even behind that it's Livia. Livia sets this whole hash thing in this, motion. This is this is the real honeypot of this episode because exactly. Livia is this is the first episode in which Livia proves to us and this is something that it took me a long time to really pick up on mm-hmm. that she is really manipulating it and she you know as she says she goes I don't know that word. I know. But she's Incredible. she's re- she's got the best poker face of the bunch. And she does know that world. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess we'll get into that in the second half of the yeah. show. Tony, all his smarts and intelligence there, I think a lot of that comes from her. And his, the fact that he is like the best actor there at that table definitely comes from her. And, and by the way, we're not talking about actors in terms of like real life. Because Sopranos is real. We're talking about them acting yeah. in... The, Supre- the Wait, Hamlet stage wh- play yeah, that Mikey exactly. Palmisi. <laughs> Can we please do that? <laughs> Mikey Palmisi, will you come and do a Shakespeare reading? Please. please. <laughs> Hashtag Mikey Palmisi, come back. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. Uh, so that's a good place to leave it, I think. We'll come back in a second. We'll talk more about we'll Livia come back. and her, the nursing home. We'll be and, back, guys, I promise. And as my teachers used to say in college, this is not enough time to go get food. So <laughs> don't go anywhere, all right? <laughs> do not Ma- move. Maybe enough time for a cigarette, but definitely not for any food, okay? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Oh, Evan, you're not just in my podcast. <laughs> you are my you podcast. You are my podcast. We're back. Back to the salt mine. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, are we still talking about Sopranos? Is that what this is about? I think so. No, this show is a... <laughs> <laughs> what if we just like just said, you know, this isn't working. Let's, yeah. let's let's have it be about something else. Well, last week we said we wanted to do Deal or No Deal, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> we did? Yeah. Oh my God, that's true. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the executives at our network are really thinking about replacing us, so we yeah. have to do a good job this week. Yeah, and to be clear, the executives are us, but we put on fake mustaches. And we talk about firing ourselves all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, so we wanted to talk about Livia, who's the... Uh, Stone gangsta, the the godmother, I guess you would call her. She's sort of the godmother, yeah. She's yeah. she's the mother of the Tony. Yep, he's she's Tony's mom's. Yes, and um, she's she's pretty incredible in this episode. And this is this is an interesting episode because she's she's cranky as ever, but like nice to Tony for some reason. 
Yeah. She's kind of grown into being at Green Grove. Well, I think what really is happening there is like, so her whole storyline here is she's the one, like we said before, who kind of sets off the, the Hesh thing. Junior comes right. to her at the beginning. Uh, he's boss now. And then she plants this idea in, in Junior's head to tax Hesh because really she right. knows it's going to piss Tony off. Yeah. And that's her whole motivation. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, and it's giving us some history. It's giving some, it's it's great writing also because mm-hmm. just in that conversation, you you see the history between all of these characters that predates Tony. It's, right. It's, that's cool. It's quite Godfather-esque yeah. in that way between between one and two. Yeah. Um, but uh, GF. Yep. Hashtag GF. So, yeah, so she says, eh, I don't know, you yeah. know, and like manages to 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 trick Junior into doing this, yeah, doing Both this stuff. Tony and his mom are completely manipulating Junior here, and he just has no fucking idea. Yeah, and he's oh, poor Junior. Yeah, but uh, what I was gonna say is that I think that's why she maybe comes off so nice when I th- I think. She knows that Tony's kind of figured it out on some level when Tony right. eventually does come to the nursing home. To, you to, can see it. He's got this, like, grin. He knows. He knows, right? Yeah. I mean, he might not know that that exact thing happened. He might not know that, that Livia told Tony or told Junior, like, um, yeah, tax hash. Maybe maybe doesn't understand that, but he knows that somehow she's behind this here. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, like, like mother, like... Like I was gonna say, like mother, like father here. Um, like mother, like Tony father. Is I think that's the his adage. own father. <laughs> Tony, Tony is like his mother's father. He wants to fuck his mom, as Melfi says, and Steve somehow got her pregnant with himself. It, do, it does. I don't know. It does not go down. Weird time travel. As shit. I say, weird time travel shit. Yeah. And that's what we're leading up to here is the big time machine sequence. Yeah. That's at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Olivia is manipulating, and then she's complaining about the her neighbor next door. Oh my god! Water, water, the water, 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 and you know the, this woman next door is using all this water. Like, yeah, and you can hear the faucet going on and off throughout yeah. this whole scene. Throughout I, this whole scene, which it, I love, it's great, and she gets so fucking pissed about it. Yeah, and I've heard old people complain about shit like that before. Yeah. I complain about shit like that, to be honest. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Look at this fucking guy. My neighbors drive me absolutely insane sometimes. Um, shout out to your shout neighbors. Out to my neighbors, yeah. Hashtag neighbors. Don't kick us out. Don't kick us um, out. Let's move on to the other the other mother in this episode, Camella. 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 Who's um, having a rough rough go of it this week. She can't. She wants a deep dickin', and she's not getting one. <laughs> I was about to say something similar to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she would like to get more intimate. Yeah. Um, she talks to she she talks to Father uh, Intentola. Intentola is back, being just, just as big a scumbag as ever. Basically, telling her it's her fault that Tony's constantly having affairs. Yeah, her. yeah. She didn't she didn't fulfill her duties yeah. as a wife, and he's probably really just mad that they didn't like sleep together. And now she's coming and like needs a shoulder to cry on. He's been friend zoned yeah. again, basically. In this he's episode. just got like the biggest like. Clergy blue balls. Yeah. Clergy balls. Yeah, clergy balls. <laughs> That's what it's called. Hashtag clergy balls. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a fucking scumbag. He's a scumbag, and he says he says something really, um, it, like, incredibly chauvinistic and sexist, but also mm-hmm. just medieval. He says that, that uh, or maybe it's Carmelo that says, someone says that the, whor- the, the mistresses are lightening the workload. He says that. He says that, doesn't yeah. he? Well, he, like... It's fucking crazy. It is, yeah. How do you say that to someone? It's just bizarre. I mean, I think that there's two things going on. One, for sure, is he's mad and sexually frustrated and, and wants to fuck her. And then, yeah, he's just... He's, <laughs> it's just true. Yeah, I know, uh, but the way you said that, wow, well, <laughs> burned my ears a little bit. The oh, Lord God. the Lord is going to smite you yeah. <laughs> the second we're done here. I didn't mean to verge. Yeah, I didn't, Sorry. I don't verge, I didn't mean to verge, please. Um, he's mad, and uh, and then also, yeah, like, uh, I, I guess I already said it, but he just doesn't like hearing her complain about, like, the guy that she's actually married to. I think he would rather, you know. And how he fucks everybody. Yeah, and he's probably just so pissed about that. It's like when you're in high school and, like, an emo kid like myself and the girl that you really like doesn't like you back. Basically, he's, like, a super emo high school version of myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who can't, who, like, who, he's not allowed to fuck for some reason. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I also was not allowed to fuck. No. <laughs> well, you went to Catholic school, so you know a lot more about this than me. I mean, I guess so. We're gonna have a few things to talk about next week when we talk about AJ drinking the sacramental wine. I got some questions for you okay. about that. For sure, um, I'll try. I'll try. Yeah, I turned my back on the Lord a long time ago. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> we just lost five listeners. Yeah, so. Probably somewhere. Somewhere there's a clergyman that fall, fell down dead. <laughs> like, um. 
The only way that uh, Brendan will take back the Lord is if we get more podcast listeners. Exactly. So tell your friends. Hashtag take back the Lord. Hashtag take back the Lord, Brendan. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, but he's terrible. Lightening the workload. And he basically says that it's Carmela's problem. Yeah, but it's just fucked up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Because the only, the only mass I ever went to was... Um, with my grandmother on Christmas Eve because okay. no one else wanted to go. <laughs> and I was just you like, really wanted to go and you couldn't find anyone else? I didn't, but I had a driver's license. I wanted to get away from uh, my parents. Okay. Sure. So I was like, fine, I'll take you, whatever, because no one else wanted to go. Right. And she was really cool about it. She knew I didn't give a fuck and she'd be like, go wait outside. I'm going to take communion. <laughs> I'll meet you at the car. That's you cool. Know? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, but also, um, my mom was raised Catholic and she'd always tell me that like there were two priests at her church. There was the Irish priest and there was the Mexican, pri- Mexican oh, really? priest. And that, that, that when it, Came time to do confession. The line for Father Ramirez's, uh, like, box. What is it called? Uh, to be actually, I don't remember. <laughs> Whoops, confession time. Too much huffing paint in, in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the line to his phone booth or whatever. The line to Father Ramirez it's is a glory hole. I think. It's <laughs> <laughs> the line to to his to his urinal, um, <laughs> to his confession box. This all sounds sexual. Mm-hmm. The line to his confession box. Yeah. Was like, that, that's what I go into when I'm going to have sex. Um, the line to, to Father Ramirez's was like out the door. Yeah, and then there were there, like no one ever wanted to talk to the Irish priest because he was so brutal. Oh, I'm sure. And my I'm mom sure. tells this story that he was in Father. That she was my mother was in Father Ramirez's confession box <laughs> and <laughs> and she was like you know whatever i uh i don't know i ate a donut or whatever the fuck people confess or something like that and yep. she hears the irish priest like they she can't hear what he's saying but he's like railing on someone like fucking yelling and like losing his mind oh and God, stuff what the fuck and she pops out and she sees her mother walk out, my grandmother walk out of the one with, no with the irish way. priest yeah what and she comes out and she's like Ugh. like <laughs> <laughs> like just getting fucking screamed at it's the Irish Catholic guilt is a real thing. I no, I know. That. Yeah, I they, know. That, that's for real. You have an ulcer from it, don't you? Yeah, big time. Yeah, they got all lodged all the time. All it all the time. I shouldn't even been saying that. I feel guilty for saying that, even because <sighs> that's not an Irish thing. This to is say. terrible. <laughs> Your mother doesn't even like this podcast. How do you feel no. about that? Uh, guilty. It keeps me up. It keeps me up at night. <laughs> That's why I'm drinking this beer right now. Look, Sharon, is that what is your mom's name Sharon? Uh, Maureen, actually. Maureen. Well, she has her Irish name, which is Maureen, and then her the American name, which is Mary. So uh but she goes my Maureen or Mo. I like I like Mo. Yeah, Mo. L- listen up, Mo. <laughs> your son needs you to support him in this podcast yeah. where we talk about our dicks and fucking cranking it all over the, all over the place <laughs> we need help okay he's never gonna feel no matter how much success we have you know we already are more popular than than um stitcher what, what's what's the, what's the, what's yeah, the most popular one called stitcher's cereal stitcherio um we're, we're already more popular than cereal and uh he just can't feel good about himself. No, not so, at all. Mom, please. You have to listen every week. <laughs> See, what's fucked up is I'm going to actually get a call that she heard this and she's like, I like it. Like, come on. She's going to feel really bad about this. My mom, my mom said that she liked it. And I was like so worried, especially because I was talking about like buying sexual lubricants and things right. like that. And she was like, what? Why? And I was like, did you hear? <laughs> she called. Oh, this is OK. Last thing, because this is this podcast is also about Kanye West. Right, a little bit. Is, actually. So basically, uh, she calls me one day a couple of years ago, and she goes, "Well, I uh, I got this record, um, Jesus, is it?" <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, mom, it's Jesus." And <laughs> she goes, "She goes, this Kanye West," and I was expecting her to be like, "Like the shit that this guy says is terrible. Like I can't believe he talks this way. Why do you have to? They didn't have to do. Diana Ross didn't have to talk that way, and like all that crap." <laughs> and uh, she goes, "He is a very." Good rapper. <laughs> I was like, Mom, are you fucking shitting me? This is awesome. He is a very good rapper. He's a very you good know? rapper, yeah. Very, hashtag Kanye West is a very good rapper. He gets a lot of shit. He gets a lot of shit, Kanye West. And people, for like, why, I guess. Just My mom likes you, Kanye West. It's all good. Kanye, you're, it's safe here for you to come to no fucking ZD yeah. if you want. Just tell us your thoughts. Uh, yeah, super comfortable. The entire room is actually made out of Boost technology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> super comfortable. We even have Boost cups. Yeah, Boost cups, Boost beer, Boost uh, underwear. I'm wearing Boost underwear, actually. You are? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Styrofoam underwear. Easy underwear. <laughs> Easy underwear. Um, <laughs> That's why they call it the Boost. Exactly. <laughs> you get the yeah. Boost on your balls. Um, okay, anyways. So, uh, <laughs> Carmela's at church talking to the worst priest ever. Exactly. Um, and he's he's... 
He's terrible. He is terrible. He tells uh, her it's her fault. He tells her it's her fault, and uh, it's not. It's not at all. It's not, and she's fucking right. Yeah, she is right. Do you think that he wants to bang Melfi because of because Carmela's so jealous, kind of? Um, it's not a one to one, but I think no. that her acting all like this that might be part of it. Might be yeah. repelling him a little bit. He definitely, uh, Tony definitely throws Carmela under the bus like a couple times in this episode. Like Irina is the one who throws the candle at Tony. Yeah, and well, then we he find out that we, we, it's the first time that we've really been said we've been told by the writers, hey, he really hasn't told his therapist about the mistress. I guess that's right. But for some reason, again, I thought that that might have come up. But yeah, you're right. Like, well, that's why it's such a good hoodwink. It's because because it's, yeah, it's, right, it's actually right. in the next episode that he mentions it. Okay, um, but like for real. But it's kind of a hoodwink because they cut to him and he's saying like she yeah. burned me, and then he says, "Well, Carmela can get very I, mad." Yeah, sometimes. great, great cut. Great, really good scene. cut. And 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 it, I think that it's a great way to point out. Oh yeah, he's definitely just like totally lying. Yeah, it's yeah again with the honesty. Um, again with the honesty. With the honesty <laughs> always one. with the honesty. Um, he's just yeah, he's lying to like literally just every single person in his life all the time. Not he yeah. can't even be honest in therapy. He can't even be honest to himself. But uh, yeah, poor Carmela. She just really. <laughs> I love um, when he wakes her up in the middle of the night and she's like, "What you want sex? You want <laughs> he's sex? Just like no, no, go back to bed." I wish um, someone would say that to me when I wake them up. I know, right? Yeah. Um, and then, but you know, the other thing with Carmela too is like she. The priest is wrong, but she's complicit a little bit. We talked about this last week. She's a lot complicit. Well, she's yeah. She's 100% complicit most of the time. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, like, but, you know, when they had that conversation in the garage, the camera is on the car pulling in, and it, the Mercedes logo is dead center frame as they pull in. And uh, I that, love that shot. That's a great cool. shot. I, but it, it says a lot. It you says know? a lot. It really does. And, and they came back from this, like, hyper serious dinner right like super fine dining like the type of shit that like we would never go to <laughs> they would never let us in um like and johnny sack was there and they sent dude they send that amazing fucking like goomba posse yeah. of dudes to sing and it's like he's like kind of a good singer i yeah, guess for sure, like, yeah but then like totally drops the accent when he's done singing and he's just like compliments of johnny sack yeah <laughs> it's like he doesn't have an accent at all exactly. but he kept it up the whole time um, but yeah, they go to a fancy dinner, they talk about going to the Park Plaza, and then they drive home in their Mercedes, and then she, like, basically orders an entire living room set from roche Bois or whatever it's called. roche Bois, yeah. which is highly expensive. It is, yeah. Highly expensive. I, yeah. I would love to be able to have a tantrum and buy shit like that. A fucking truck pulling up with an entire living room set? That's insane. Fuck that's just not yes. something. It's like I can't even like compute that. But uh No, me neither. I'm I'm like I, I have to have like a serious conversation with myself and do a lot of math to figure out if I can buy some <laughs> exactly. easy boosts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um but uh so yeah, there's that element of it too where she gets she gets a lot out of all of this. She gets the nice house, the nice car, the nice furniture, the yeah, nice and, restaurant. And I think Melfi's interpretation of her buying that furniture is really on on target. It is, yeah. But also she just likes buying shit. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they have this really sentimental moment at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Where he's sitting on the couch. It's very it makes me very uncomfortable the position that he's sitting in with his his head cocked to the side like that. Just chilling, yeah. Yeah, but it's like he's like it's uh, there's such crocodile tears, you know. Yeah, he's like being because normally when Tony's talking to someone, he's like he's like looking straight at him, you know. But he's kind of right. got this like like sort of angelic thing going. It's so like <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like you should be feeding him grapes, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's very it's a very hedonistic pose. Right, right. And they're sitting on like deck furniture, wearing like 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 polyester shirts yeah. and stuff like that, which is, is really the deck funny. furniture from Roche Bois too. I wonder. Oh, probably, I really probably, hope so. Right? Oh yeah. God, I really hope so. He didn't buy it from Mr. and Mrs. Mike Smith, that's no, for sure. No, definitely not. Um, yeah. But he, uh, you know, I think he's, you know, he's totally manipulating her. He's lying. Well, yeah, because uh, I forget now, but I think that comes, like, right after the scene where Melfi breaks down. Like, you're not in love with me, you just think you are. Um, Rejects him. Yeah, and then like, I, I like, think Like, it's really re- annihilates, his, like, not only am I rejecting you, yeah. but also you don't, you're, you're, you don't, you're not in love with yeah, me. Yeah, get out of here. Um but uh, yeah, it, it's right after we're pretty close to. So like we know that Tony is like pretty much just confessed, can just confessed his love to Melfi. She's just rejected him, and then he says to Carmela, "Listen, there's nothing there. Not because there isn't something. Like he actually does sort of feel that way. But that's like, kind of the truth, rejected. I guess. The way yeah. you're saying it. Now that you mention it, it's kind of not a lie. I guess not. But it's just like not. It's not really the truth either. No, of course. Know? Yeah. And and uh, 
But I don't know. I mean, I, I do think that Carmella is important to him. Like, I, I don't know. I, Terribly. I, I still don't know if I'm totally sold on Tony being a complete sociopath where he has like zero feelings for anyone else. He's close, but I think he does have feelings for he Carmella. He definitely and the needs kids. her to boost his ego. They need each other. Yeah, I guess so. They need That's, each other. That's definitely important, but uh, you know, uh, yeah. absolutely. The the one thing that we haven't mentioned here is Irina. Well, we mentioned Irina a little bit, but, yeah. but the scene with Irina is one of my favorite, where he can't get it up. Yep. And um, he says, you know, with all the conversation around here, might as well be a fucking dildo. <laughs> and she says, if you were a dildo, we wouldn't be fighting. <laughs> a great Russian accent. She's such a great underrated part of this show. I agree because not even because I think she puts up with this bullshit the least, sort of. Like, yeah, in some ways because. They don't have, they don't really have anything together. You know, he goes, what the fuck do you care about my job? You right. Know what I mean? And also he's like, when you're not with me, I don't, I don't give a shit what you do or you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Like such a weird thing to say, but to someone you're in a quote unquote relationship with. But yeah, she is totally underrated and, uh, and she's really funny. I like his whole thing about her trying to wear a business suit and she's like, you want me to dress like a man? She totally <laughs> like, misinterprets it's it. It's oh, fucking it's great. so good. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Um, and he... It, when he's describing this tour, you're sitting there and you're like, uh, stop. please, Tony, stop. stop, don't say that to her. <laughs> it's terrible. It's just, you want me to dress like a man? You think she'd be down, though? Like, why not? I'm sure they do other weird, freaky shit. Yeah. And, you know, I don't They're know. adults. Yeah. I mean, we're doing weird, freaky shit right now. Yeah, we are, definitely. What's <laughs> you happening? did tell me to wear a, weird, a business suit over here today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, what's happening off camera right now is yeah. really serious. Weird as fuck. Um, I think that, I think Arena's great. She she doesn't really go away. No, yeah, she, yeah, I know, true. It's it's kind of funny. She's like actually kind of a major character. She's yeah. around for multiple seasons. Yeah. Pretty much up till she, the end. She affects post. him all the way until... Season five, at, at least. least. Season five. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so this episode closes with the uh, toasting to Junior oh, as the new boss, and, and, and it's, this is like the one of the last. This is this is basically the last character introduction of season one with the FBI. Oh yeah, I guess so. I guess you're right. I mean, that's 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 this was one of those moments where I was just like, holy fuck. Yeah, it's cool. We're six episodes in, and just when you think you've got the ecosystem mm -hmm. under your belt mm -hmm. or under your cock. <laughs> um, just hide, hide things under your dick. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, ju ju <laughs> just, just when you think you've got it all, you are hit with like, oh shit, there's the FBI. Yeah. It's like out. It's like this thing that's just surrounding everything. Yeah. And um, that's an amazing moment. It's exciting. It's really cool. And it's also a good payoff for like this whole episode. Like Tony's had to put up with a lot of Junior's bullshit. Yeah. And then, but this is the payoff here is that they think Junior is the boss. That's a and really so good. Not, that's a really good point. Yeah. I, I never thought of it that way, but it's a really good point that like so it's officially working if like exactly. the authorities think yeah that Again, Junior's the boss. Right. Tony is the smartest mobster in the room and right. predicted that this would happen essentially, and he was right, and it worked. And it and it continues to work. Yeah, and that's so for sure. It wasn't all for nothing. All the stress and bullshit that he has to put up with isn't all for nothing. Right. Um. And you know the people around him, the like. The crew around him right now is just, I think, the worst. Like, Larry Boy, Jimmy, and, like, Ray. Larry, like, okay. They're such fucking mopes. First of all, Larry Boy, though, is so funny. He's the hysterical. shit that this guy says, like, when, when Tony's giving the toast and he's like, yeah, you owe him a fucking, <laughs> you owe him a fucking dime. You'll hear a lot of speeches. <laughs> and, he, and then and then Tony says, shut up, you hard on. And Larry takes, like, a fucking hour and a half to be like, okay, never mind. I'll just go ahead. I was only kidding. You know? Like, <laughs> just, yeah. He'd be so annoying to be around. But he's really entertaining to watch. Dude, he's sure. so funny. Uh, look, Jimmy Altieri is is a fucking moron. Yeah. Um, and then and Ray Ray's not great either. But uh, Ray's not great, and we find out later that he's a, a double agent mm -hmm. as well. You mm -hmm. know, um, and you know, which makes sense. Yeah. But and he's got a kid with MS. We know that, which is right. actually kind of an interesting detail. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true to yeah. have about him. But that dinner is kind of amazing, and with the little the little, little camera. camera. Yeah. <laughs> The whole show is shot on a camera like that, actually. Really? <laughs> it's just someone wearing a name tag with the camera. Lapel in it. cam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all just eating lunch at Sizzler and yeah. actually having this shot. Yep. It's the original GoPro. 
Um, <laughs> could go to jail. Yeah. The original go to jail. Um, yeah, it's a cool, cool scene. It's a really cool scene, and and also like it's a great way to to kind of show it. It's like really the last time that the show kind of creates fanfare for someone moving up in mm-hmm. in the um, in the the organization. Yeah, they'll reference that that picture board one more time, I think, or maybe like once or twice. Definitely in, in the season two premiere after some things have been shaken up a little bit. Oh, they yeah, move yeah, yeah. Some stuff around. Well, they know that that Tony's the they've, street boss. They, yeah, they've essentially they'll figure this little the scam out that Tony's doing. But yeah, uh, so the FBI is watching us right now. Right. Yeah. Basically, at the top of our board is Kanye, <laughs> and then below it's 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 you and me, Capo <laughs> regime. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes here right. at No Fucking ZD. Yes, we're both. In fact, we gotta go. We gotta go get some more orders from Kanye right now. Yeah, we do. Um, I think we've we've covered Pax Soprana pretty well. The, yeah. So the, wait, why is it okay? Here's one one last question. Why is it called Pax Soprana? So that's actually uh, Tony tells that story about Augustus um, when he was a ruler. Right. It was called uh, that time period was called Pax Romana because it was oh, so peaceful for so right, long. Right, right, right. So Tony because because Augustus didn't eat alone. He never ate alone. His people loved him, and he said it three fucking times already. <laughs> he said it three fucking times already. <laughs> I, yeah. I I love Ray talking about uh, about Junior. How he says, and your uncle boy does he eat alone. He doesn't even pass the salt. That's, that's, oh, true. Yeah, that's, that's a great line. That comes before that, scene, but that right? does come before that, and I guess it reminds him of Augustus. Where did when did, where does he find out about Augustus? Probably watching the History Channel. Eat ice cream vaping on the packs. So <laughs> <laughs> that's when Tony does it. Finds oh, out. okay. Uh, that's a great scene. Love the bull joke. The the the. What the, does that bull joke mean? So basically, he's saying like you know the father and son bull could be impatient and hasty and run down there, and they would only be able to fuck one cow. But if they walk down there slowly and patiently, they oh. would essentially be able to share and fuck all of the cows. <laughs> which, which is what great, you and I do. Great to do with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's the mistake we make whenever we go to bars. We run in and just try to fuck anyone. We should just walk in from now. On. Um, but, but yeah, and bartenders really like it when you try to fuck them. That's true. So actually. that's I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. Um, but that's that's he's basically saying, you know, be patient and yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll both we'll all get more if you're just a little more patient. And then so next week, I think we'll see we'll get a couple flashbacks see a little bit more about the mom. And next week is going to be I'm really excited about next week. Down, yeah. down neck. Down neck. It's going to be a good one. What is Down Neck? Is that a part of New Jersey? I think it's a, it's a place in New Jersey. Yeah, it's been it's you know it's been a long time since since I've seen that episode too though. It's been a while. Down Neck is a great episode. We're gonna learn a little bit more about sacramental wine, <laughs> which is really exciting. Yep. When we learn that Anthony might be ADD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, among all the other shit that's wrong with him, he's fidgety. He's that's definitely fidgety. <laughs> what constitutes a fidget? <laughs> uh, so aside from being a pussy, <laughs> what's wrong with Anthony Soprano? Exactly. Yeah. Find out next week. Uh, this was no fucking ZD. Oh, I was, was going to let you finish. <laughs> uh, this is no fucking ZD. Uh, I am Brendan. You are Evan. Thank you very much for listening. Keep listening to us, please. And send us those Yeezy Boosts. Send us pictures of you wearing the Yeezy Boosts. Send us pictures of you wearing the Yeezy Boosts. Hashtag, just send us pictures of you wearing any shoes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just send us pictures of you wearing shoes. Exactly. (laughs) And nothing else. Nothing else. All right. All right. Until next time. Thank you, guys. Bye. Fuck you. (laughs)